Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Hey guys, this is advice from a dipshit with Matt Bronger. Thanks for all the support. We're getting a lot of calls saying thank you. And honestly, as I've said before, I have a heart of ice, so I couldn't give a fuck about you. No, <laughs> guys, th- thank you for saying so. It, it really makes it all it makes it all worthwhile. I mean, actually, doing the show is worthwhile beyond the pale. So to hear people, you know, we're actually helping people being dipshits. It's pretty goddamn great, and especially right now around the holidays. We're taping this around the holidays. It won't come out around the holidays, but just hold on to that holiday spirit whenever this is. But uh, thanks for all the people who came to the, the Montana shows. Those went great. And drunk assholes who, when I talked about having a butt tattoo in San Jose, were like, take it off. Sorry, I didn't show you my butt, but I at least invited a lady on stage to read my butt tattoo. And that was a first. So I got to give that to you, San Jose. Did you really? I did. I it's a first know in my about life. that. You have a butt tattoo? I do. It's a really <laughs> embarrassing one. Um, <laughs> It's in the it's in the new hour. I got it as a is tribute it? to oh, to my wife. It? Oh, that's so exciting! Yeah, yeah. It's got nothing to do with her. It was just something some guy said on a vacation. I don't know. It, it, people can hear the joke when they hear the joke. But anyway, let's get to the meat of the matter. I have a good friend who I don't see that often because uh, he has a family and he's he's busy being successful in the biz. Huh? Huh? Randall Park is with hey. me. Hey, uh, Randall Park, who is as I said before, just just a re- known as a real partying asshole. <laughs> And one of the nicest guys I know, uh, you know him from Fresh Off the Boat, and of course Ikea Heights. Uh, oh my the god! Biggest... I was, I was. Is that how we met? I don't. I, I don't think we knew each other through before. Before, that. yeah. Weren't you? What was that show? You were on one show I, where there. <laughs> it's the stupidest visual, where there's a guy on a phone, and you're like, "That's P.F. Chang." Do you remember that? Oh yeah. What was that show? Yes, what was that, that was the one that I did for Channel 101. It was called the food. The food. That's right. Yes. That's when we met. Yes, we met at a channel one hundred and one screening. Were, yeah, and you were in it, weren't you? I wasn't in the food. Was oh, I? You weren't. No, I was in a different. Oh, okay, thing. okay. But okay. I remember seeing that, and I remember that being such a laugh out loud, stupid moment that <laughs> P.F. Chang is just a real guy and a powerful guy. Um, <laughs> but um, for those of you who don't know, IKEA Heights was our friend uh, Dave Seeger wrote and produced and directed a show. Mm-hmm. It was that we illegally filmed in Ikea. And yes. uh, Randall and I have been thrown out of how many? I've been thrown out of every Ikea except for the new one in Burbank. Because <laughs> they built it after we did that Yeah, series. that's right. They uh, We might have shut it down, mm-hmm. actually. But, but the original one in Burbank, like supposedly our, our, our photos were up in the, on the they walls were. of the security uh-huh. room. They And they knew really? who we were. And it's like, shout out to Ikea because their corporate structure was, they like, look, we get it. It's funny. But you can't do that. You know what I mean? Any other place could have sued us. Because we just use their furniture. I mean, yeah, we use their sets. You you were like a love scene in in a bed or something. Yeah, there were love scenes, (laughs) killing scenes, killing scenes right there There in front of the customers. Zombie attack they did for a Halloween episode. Where could this be found? This sounds. Uh, You can just just Google IKEA Heights. It'll come. It was a Channel One Hundred and One. Yeah, it kind of became. How many episodes were there? Yeah, Yeah, uh, probably nine. I think. Oh wow, you guys did that much. I only I did like maybe four or five, but yeah, totally gorilla. Because they used they used like a camera that looked like a. Uh, uh, just a regular camera. It looked like a Nikon, but it was filming, and so people would act like they were just posing, yeah, yeah. taking photos. And of... we had people that their whole job was to distract em- IKEA employees and get them out of where we were wanted. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. And I was I was Detective Mathis, and so I would like 
kick stuff over and I wouldn't pull a gun, but I tackled a guy once, like <laughs> an actor. <laughs> it but, got so bad that they like we had to figure out ways around like mm-hmm. the you know being stopped all the time. Uh-huh. So so they did one episode that was all one take. I think we were in yes. that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to kind of get it, just to get, get it, it done. I hated it. It's like fun to talk about, but I hated shooting those because the anxiety was so much. <laughs> yeah. I hated it. I was like, I don't look back on that fondly at <laughs> yeah. all. It's funny to watch. The it's show like, is oh. great, though. It yeah, it's great. Yeah, and I, I had a guy. I have a bit. A joke on uh, one of my specials where I was wearing a shirt from Peaches Records from New Orleans, and I won bingo in a bar and I was just high off my tits and kind of drunk. I was with, with my, well, now wife, but then girlfriend. And I, and I went and I went, bingo, fuck yeah, I win. And I stood up and someone yelled, fuck you, peaches. And that's the joke from it. And I forgot I had the shirt on. So like in the joke, I'm like, why am I peaches? So like, you know, you're high. I'm going through all these things in my mind. of like, what did I do? And uh, we were trying to film this scene where I'm at a desk with this phone and someone just goes, fuck you, peaches, from across the Ikea. And it was like a distraction in itself because we were like, why is that guy? I was staring at me. Like, why do they call him Peaches? So like, <laughs> that stands out. I love but, that. So you just you just shot with Allie, didn't you? Didn't, did, are you guys done with that movie? Yeah, yeah. We shot the movie, and it's being edited. It's almost kind of done That's right. being edited. It's going to come out next year. With Allie Wong. Uh, yeah. It's funny. I just talked to Allie a couple weeks ago, and I saw her at the comedy store, and I was like, you got to come on my show. She's like, I hate doing podcasts. She's like, ask Randall. And I'm like, oh, ask so Randall. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But, but she just, you know, I was like, and I get it. I get it. Some people don't like doing podcasts and stuff. But I, I you, don't like doing podcasts. But, okay. but you're my buddy, and thanks, I thanks, like man. hanging with my buddies. So, I appreciate you know. it. Yeah. I, I'm, you know, one thing I think we got going for us is that we, we, a lot of it's us listening to the calls, and it's also short, so you won't be away yes. from your life too long. I just don't want to give bad advice that comes back to haunt me, you know, like sure, in some way. Sure, Don't uh, worry about that. It's called so, advice from a dipshit. But I will be very thoughtful. Yes, and good. And try to help. But it is advice from a dipshit. It's not advice from people who know what they're talking about. We are entertainers. <laughs> the dipshits of the world. Yes, let's be honest. yes. Okay. But okay, you're, you're, you, you uh, and Ali Wong uh, did a movie that you guys wrote? Yeah, we, wrote, we wrote it. Oh, wow. mm-hmm. We uh, sold it to Netflix. We yeah. shot it. And uh, yeah, it'll come out next year, and I'm That's super so awesome. excited about it. It's, well, I love it because you guys know each other from the Bay Area, right? N- no, we actually know each other from uh, well, kind of from UCLA. Oh, okay. But we went there at different times. Okay. I, I'm a little older than her, or she'll say a lot older than her. Sure, of course but, you would. Uh, I, I'm older than her, <laughs> but uh, but we were both in the same theater group at oh, UCLA. Okay, and uh, uh, we kind of met through that, and just kind of kept in touch ever since. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's and she. I just did a week uh, weekend in in San Jose with my friend Nato Green, who is a oh comedian. yeah I know Nato you know, Green yeah. yeah yeah I did his uh, Iron uh, Iron Comet Iron, Iron, Iron Comet Com- yeah I, I, I think I won it I no, think oh, I won it yeah. way back in the day. <laughs> this is when I was doing stand up way back in the day that's so great yeah. Iron Comic is a show back. where you get a topic and there's like five comedians and they they compete to see who can write the funniest stuff and they get judged and so it, it narrows down narrows down narrows down narrows down so like to win Iron Comic is am- I've never won I've done it a few times never won but it's like that's right. I did it once, and I, yeah, I mean, it awesome. was, I, yeah. I don't even remember what I did. But well, it was, like, it I was remember dumb. Kyle Kinane did it blackout drunk at Bridgetown and won. And yeah. So it's like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, but he, he was he was bugged out of his mind, but he was, he was, everything he said was hilarious and killed. <laughs> so it's like, he deserved to. It wasn't, there's no charity in comedy. But Nato uh, uh, and I were talking about people that we started out with that we were like, that person's going to be huge. And for me, it was Hannibal. 
when like I first saw. I yeah, like, I was like, "There's nobody like that guy. He's so weird. Uh, he he talks with an accent that I've never heard." Yeah. And it's like it's like I don't know if it'll click, but if it clicks, he's going to be a monster. And he now he's a monster. You yeah. know, that guy yeah. can show up to a town and be like, "I'm going to do a show tonight in that three thousand seat theater and sell it out." Yeah, you just yeah. put it on Twitter. Hey guys, all the locals will swoop. Ali was the other person who I saw, and he was like, "I'm the same way." Like I was like. The command she would take of a room. Oh, for sure. I was like, yeah. I'm not worried about her at all. She's going to be a monster, and she is. She's yeah. a beast. Like she's so huge, popular. It's, yeah. it's insane. And it's like my only thought was not even, oh, good for her. I was like, what took everyone so long? Right. And it it took her doing the absurdity of being seven months pregnant in a comedy special. Yeah. You know, to first get people to watch. Yeah, they yeah. Didn't know who she was, and then yeah. then and now then she's once got, they watched, they, yeah, she yeah. was. She she's was, one of those people who, if she was just like, I don't like that person and think they should be killed, like probably a thousand women would find that guy and just murder him. <laughs> and she's like, I'm kidding. I was kidding. Like she she has, has that power. Yeah, yeah, she commands an army for sure of of, of angry married women that just focus <laughs> so good. So good, but um, okay, okay. Let's let's hear the first call and and roll on. What's up, Matt? Uh, this is Matt. Um, first of all, love your stand up, fantastic stuff. Thanks. Come back to Philadelphia. Um, I will be there the as soon as you you come back, and I will make sure that I'm there. <laughs> um, second, I love what you're doing with the podcast. Great work. It, I've, I've been kind of binging that ever since you showed up on Stitcher, and I'm still catching up on things, but everything that I've heard so far has been fantastic. So, again, good work Thank to you. you and Amanda. Uh, I will continue to listen to whatever you put out. <clears throat> so, my question is this. Um, it is Christmas party season. It's holiday parties. There's New Year's Eve coming up. And you're probably going to be in the company of people that maybe you don't really know, friends of friends, total strangers, whatever. Um, one question that I have asked and have had some good success with as far as just sparking safe but inclusive conversation with the party that I might be with, um, assuming that, you know, I don't really know anybody that's there, has been um, what was the first CD you bought and what was the last CD you bought? And and I, I, it worked oh. because, you know, depending on how old the person is, you could have 20 years of, of information there that, that are kind of bookended by that. And it's, it's interesting, one, just to, to hear, you know, what kind of music you like, which is kind of a glimpse into who they are. And then two, has that evolved over time or something like that? And it's been, I don't know, I've, I've had some good success with that to just kind of get that it sparks good conversation. It's fun. It's silly. It's nostalgic. Um, so it's, it's a lot of really cool things all wrapped up onto one. So one, what, what would be your response be to that? And then two, do you have any other similar kinds of questions that kind of elicit that kind of a response from a mixed crowd of potentially strangers that, you know, you want to connect with? I mean, these are, you're probably friends of friends for the most part. And, you know, you want to have that kind of connection, that rapport, and I'm just genuinely interested in what people have to say to that. So I always like asking those kinds of questions when I'm out among strangers to kind of learn what they're all about and see see what they're interested in. So curious what your thoughts are. Take it easy, brother. Bye. Okay. Mm. Uh, that dude, Jeff, definitely just had some coffee. <laughs> um, uh, I you know, so he basically offered us advice, like here's something to say. 
which is helpful to people, you know, at, you know, they're at, at parties and they don't know what to say to anyone. It's a little weird one to break the ice with. But um, do you have first? Do, you, do I have a? Do thing? you remember your first and uh, what? Yeah, what's your thing first? Well, I I don't have a thing. Okay. I, yeah, I but I, I you know I also get a lot of kind of anxiety about sure. that. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I general well I have my wife yeah. who is very good in a room. Nice. And I generally just stand next to her, <laughs> let her start. Let her start kind sure. of the uh, the discussion, That's and then good. I'll jump in. Mm-hmm. If she's not there, then it's very difficult for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have a thing. Well, it's eh, but it's also the it's unnatural. Part, yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> parties are great, but they're unnatural. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of you're kind of just standing around. I mean, it's it is you know, unless it's like you know uh, a a young person we're we're here to get wrecked party Ugh. that's natural uh, yeah, you know, yeah, altered yeah. consciousness consciousness has always been a thing animals do it everybody does it yeah. uh, or has do- done it but it's it, if it's just like it's a office party everyone's here okay oh, you know you're just like i have to talk yeah. to people i mean do you have a thing i mean i or do either of you have a I, thing I, that uh, you uh, if i'm if i'm in front of a group i've never met a good thing to say is you guys want to get out of here like you <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, because uh, it's like it's something it's something you say to a girl if it's clear you want to sleep with each other. But it's fun to say it to a gang, and they're like, "What?" You know, because you're a saying this place sucks, and b uh, it's like that dude in Swingers. It's just like this party's dead anyway. That guy yeah. just kept saying that no matter how crowded the bar was. But that I'm okay at at social situations to kind of. Uh, mingle because I'm like a big gregarious guy and um, having a thing is is good but it's like it kind of sucks that you need to have a thing yeah but you know some people need need help Uh uh-huh and uh yeah and I yeah I think I I mean I I certainly do in a lot of those kinds of situations so I'm Mm -hmm. thinking oh maybe I should uh come up with a thing I think you should be like yeah it's me Randall just say that to people it's me Randall (laughs) Park yeah (laughs) and they'll be like okay And just lean in and be like, yeah, I'm the star with sitcom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, no, just, yeah, I'm just, the, the joke there is like completely against your personality. <laughs> oh the my God. Opposite yeah. of, of you completely. That just made me so uncomfortable. Just I know it did. That. I'm so sorry. <laughs> kind of. Um, but uh, do you have a, like a first CD or a last, a first, oh, first last? CD? Oh gosh. I mean, I, I know the first piece of music I ever bought okay. was a cassette tape. Sure. Because I'm old. Yeah, same. And it was uh, Men at Work. Nice. That's a good album. Yeah. You know, remember was it, was the it, Australian... The, uh, was, it the, the, was it Cargo or the, the Yellow Front one that with, uh, can, with uh, um, Down Under? Uh, it was that one. It yeah, was Down that Under. One. The yeah, big yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the big one. My oldest friend, we became friends when I was like, what kind of music do you like? He's like, I like Down Under by Men at Work. And I was like, me too. Like we were, that's, we were like third grade. That's how we met. For guys to bond. Yeah, that's how young men bond. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My first cassette was Escape by Houdini. Either that. Or, oh wow, uh, that's pretty like hardcore hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> Deep, yeah. Probably that. It was either that or like a virgin. I forget which one by Madonna. Um, mm. First, I think my first CD CD was Legend by Bob Marley. If I'm honest. Ooh, yeah. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. Hey. yeah which, is, which is good. That's, but that's good. But it's, yeah, that's. That's it's no, it's classic, but it's safe, but it's so white frat guy in its uh, own way. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. well, I mean, it, I feel like I don't at know. least it's, maybe it's, that's because I grew up in Oregon. It's not yeah. UB40. So ubiquitous. No, I would be so like, ubiquitous. that's like that's like a safe, cool. 
okay. CD to have. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah, okay, you were cool when like you were buying CDs. I think it's I think it's just because we all I, I had friends with like older siblings that were like, get that. And you're like, mm-hmm. okay, this is cool. Yeah, and you <laughs> want to start your collection off with something classic yes. that you can, you know, exactly. have with you the rest of your life. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know. But I I do feel like the the um uh, Bruce McCullough from Kids in the Hall, his like Doors fan sketch guy, where the guy's like, so should I get greatest hits Doors? Like, man, greatest hits albums are for Housewives and Little Girls. <laughs> 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 like, which is such a shithead record store guy thing to say, right. but kind of true, you know? Right. Yeah. Uh, remember the last one? The last CD you like got? last CD? Yeah. That's a hard question. I don't even know. Before yeah. I just stopped buying CDs? Yeah, yeah, it's tough. That's really tough. I don't remember when it just kind of went away and we went fully digital. That wasn't. I remember it was a a tough transition Mm -hmm. for me because I was so used to having, you know, I like nothing better than going to Tower Records and flipping through the, you know, Mm -hmm. the the shelves and and just coming home with it and reading the liner notes, you know. I I used to live when I was in Chicago, I lived across the street from Tower Records uh, in Lincoln Park and like it, you know, it's like a narrow street and I was a two stories up and Tower Records two stories up so I could see right into it. Yeah. So when they'd have signings, I could there'd be a line out the door and I could see whoever the star was. And I remember like um, uh, uh, Billy uh, Corden from Smashing Pumpkins. Is that his name? Corden? Corbin? Cor- Cor- Are you of James Corbin? Is that his name? No, the, the lead singer oh, no, of Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, anyway, he went and put his hands on the glass and looked down and this crowd of people in the audience or and the street just going bananas, like running into traffic, like, it's him! Yeah. So I was thinking that. <laughs> Crazy. Just a memory out of nowhere. Pertinent to nothing. Uh, so, so my first CD was the soundtrack to Grease. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a great one. Solid. Solid. That was like, pure fun. Totally still have it. Pure fun. I also have I also have the very first Now CD. Now That's What I Call Music. Yes. I still have that. Mm-hmm. And then the last one I ever got... Um, because I was in college right as we were kind of moving into straight digital. And so what was happening was a lot of artists were like remixing re songs illegally that uh-huh. you couldn't get on iTunes and all of that. Right. So I got this Nat King Cole Regenerations CD. Okay. So it was all of these artists who redid who did remixes to Nat King Cole songs illegally. Oh wow. And so I had, you had to like go find it and that was and then after that though. Yeah. Kind of and that was 2009. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So that's about That's a right, cool yeah. last one to get mm-hmm. an illegal Yeah, well like I mean, an illegal CD, that showed <laughs> like how far the technology had fallen, you know, where you're just like, mm. You know, <laughs> only going to use it. Use a, the, the CD technology to get something that is you can't get anywhere else because yeah. it's illegal. Because you know, they, that, that would be like the only frontier. Yeah. So. Wait, wait. What was this? The dude's question. It, was it? Oh, just oh, the, how what, to break what, the ice. What, what we're, oh, how, how to oh, break yeah, the yeah. ice. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Say to break the yeah. ice. Do you have a thing you do, uh, Amanda? So, because okay, because I'm a murderer, you know, right? I right. do that. That's what people who are are really into the my favorite murder podcast. Oh yeah, are. yeah, yeah. So when deemed appropriate, sure. <laughs> like I, the last Christmas party I was at, there was a guy who's training to be a EMT. He's like, he turned forty. Was like, no, it's time for me to be happy. So he's gonna be an EMT, and I was like, "Oh, have you see, have you cleaned up any murder scenes?" Oh, yet? yeah. And all of a sudden, boom, 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 like five people joined in, uh, and next thing you know, we're talking about like 
this beheading murder scene. Oh, yeah. And talking yeah. about, oh, the stories I knew about people who had to mm-hmm. clean oh, up yeah, bodies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm suddenly, with you on that. like, it was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we if all I, came close it, tight, like, it, real fast. Yes. If I find out someone's, uh, like, a cop... Yep. Or an EMT, uh-huh. or a, you know, like a, a works in a prison, or yep. or you know these fascinating jobs. Like I, I'll ask them, like, what's the craziest thing? You yeah. Know? yeah. Well, it's it, that that speaks to why we why we hate small talk so much. It's because it's stupid. Who cares? The weather. Oh, the boy, things are strange over at that this movie. But 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 when you talk stakes, things that matter yeah. to you in your life, like. Getting murdered, (laughs) you know, hometown murder. Yeah, Yeah. it's like okay, now let's focus. Now we're now we're getting to know each other. Yeah, you know, because we 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 are focusing on things we all kind of want to focus on the human condition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My buddy Sean Flannery has a show in Chicago that's long running. It's called the Blackout Diaries, where you go up and you tell a story about a time you were horrendously wasted or someone you know was, and. Comedians do it, but he also has teachers on the show and police uh, uh, officers and fire people. You know, like all that stuff. It's just like, oh, I want to hear your story. I want the story of the cop that was way too drunk to do his job when he was off duty. You know, whatever. You know, that's more fascinating to me. Yeah, storytelling. Mm -hmm. Love storytelling. Yeah, well, and true stories. Mm -hmm. Definitely want true stories. So So mine will be any party. I'll just be like, have you seen any murders before? (laughs) And then and say it and just, just like let that. it just let just, it go. Just, just like walk just, up to them yeah. sideways, so you're shoulder to shoulder, yes. and then be like, "What's your uh, what's your hometown murder?" Oh, <laughs> I, I want yeah. you to walk in and someone go, "Hey, aren't you on that show?" And you cut them off. Have you seen any murders? Just say that as they're. Oh, I know he was so weird. I just wanted to ask him about. Oh God. Okay. Yeah, I'm a big Eddie Huang fan. I just thought I'd talk to you about. Okay, they're backing off slowly, but hope that, hope that helps uh, the caller. Hope that helps you, man. Let's let's check the next one. Hey, Matt. This is Marty. I love your podcast. And I'm wanting a relationship advice. Um, have you ever been in an FWB relationship or an open relationship? I'm in one right now, and about 95% of the time, it's awesome. And then 5% of the time, I get super jealous and insecure and nearly blow the whole thing apart. Yeah. Love the podcast. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Hey, Marty. Thanks for calling in, man. Uh, yes, I have. Uh Randall, you want to take this first? Uh, wait, wait, wait. Did he said it. Did he say an S- F- friends with benefits? Oh, 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 FWB. Yes. I thought he said SWV. SWV, <laughs> Sisters like with voices. voices. I, thought, uh, yeah. I wish I'd been in a Sisters with Voices relationship. Uh, that would be an amazing oh, relationship. I'm a huge fan and they're beautiful women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my wife would mind. Yeah, yeah, totally. Or a Destiny's Child relationship. Sure. That's a great... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Any gorgeous, talented girl group. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, no, I haven't been in one. I've never been in one. No? No. Okay. No. Uh, I just know you were just I don't such think a, they... a rogue about town for so long. <laughs> you know? I give off that vibe, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, maybe after I, uh, yeah, maybe after I use that line at parties, I'll, I'll have who's them, seen murders. Yeah, yeah. You're just hooking up, no strings um, attached from then on. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I think they're really tough. Is they, my guess. They're they're a nightmare. I mean, it, like honestly, Marty, I think you should either try to make it try to make it official or get the hell out because you're obviously getting hurt and you're not. Uh, look, 
I uh, am admittedly a little judgmental of people that have open relationships because I've known people in them and they are often, almost every example I can think of, they're, they were themselves not being honest with themselves or were a touch unstable people to begin with and needed a little bit more help and, and guidance. And I mean, I'm thinking of someone who dated my friend and they were in uh, quote unquote open relationship, but she was an in- incredibly jealous person too. And it was, it, it's just not healthy. I, I was in, I think I've talked about this before, what I would have called at the time a friends with benefits. Now looking back, we were definitely dating, but it was an open relationship. I just never defined it. And she basically told me, she would tell me she wasn't defining it, but she had feelings for me. I didn't have the feelings for her. She had for me, and I should have cut it off a long time before, and that wasn't fair to her or me, and it was a very toxic relationship. Well, in that relationship, were you both seeing other people? I was kind of just hooking up with you know, people as they came along. And I, was, I was she doing that too? Just like almost maybe, out of because she knew you? Were, I, I don't even know. Oh, you don't even know? You know, know what I mean? Maybe, but I wasn't, I wasn't privy to it. Um, yeah. But it was just, it wasn't an honest thing. Where I would bring up, like, oh, we're, you know, like, uh, I would bring it, like, we're not, this isn't a serious thing. And she would kind of explode on me and go, I know, you don't have to tell me, I know that. You make me feel like shit by bringing it up. And it's like, yeah, you know, it's, 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 I mean, I feel like that phone call answered its own question because Mm. he's, if he's feeling that way and you're just, just like, Look, no one's ever said this, and I write a lot of things on this show that I'm trademarking, and I'm going to do it right now. Follow your heart. That's a Matt Bronger original. Follow mm. your heart. No one's ever. Mm, <laughs> but good it's... one. Look, if, if this if your heart is telling. <laughs> is that the tattoo on your butt? <laughs> <laughs> that would... oh. See, that's even stupider. That would have been That would have been better. Follow... It's on your butt. Why is it on your butt? That is, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. Follow your heart into my butt. Um that's yeah. That's an in that be- is my that's f- an in between the butt cheek tattoo. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <When you> spread. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god! If you had that deep. around your starfruit, <laughs> right around your butthole, all the way around, just in the ridges, in the ridges of your butthole. You know what I'm talking about, guys. That um, would be amazing. Yes. Uh, it. <laughs> oh god. Um. God, but do you think about- that so so it sounds like in that your situation right. you were at least you were communicative trying and, to and be but I, I, so, I sh- it's like we both kind of knew it wasn't working and we yeah. should have broken it off a while before because look a big a big thing that men have is uh, our inability to admit how personal sex is mm-hmm. you know and, and it just admit it just admit it's very personal and you're sharing something personal and like a, a, a hookup is is great fun sex is is, is great uh, but like it at the same time you have to admit especially it's like if you're a guy like you're putting yourself into someone here just mm. drink, respect the situation and understand it's very it's very personal and as much as we can tell ourselves oh that didn't mean anything it always kind of means at least something you know so if you're and if you're sure. doing it uh, a, a lot you guys are hooking up a lot it's it's it could be just animal magnetism sure but residual emotions i i feel like are almost impossible to avoid 
mm. at least on one one side of the equation, if not both. So, right, right. And as soon as they creep in on one side, sure, it's kind of uh, in trouble. Yeah, uh, yeah, that kind of relationship. Yeah. yeah. And, and what one 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 pit I've always fallen into is I try to uh, you know av- avoid. I think of every conversation as a confrontation. Mm-hmm. That's why people hate it when you're like, the, the, the worst thing you can say to someone is, hey, can we talk? Mm. Oh, fuck, what? What are you going <laughs> to say to me? You know, <laughs> I think we need to sit down and talk. Oh, no, mm. no. Mm. Where it's like, you have to be ready to do that. And also the other person has to be ready to be talked to, mm. you know, and you have to be ready to be talked to. If someone needs to talk to you, just be like, shake it off. What's the worst that could happen? We won't fuck again. Oh, no. Mm. It's not the end of the world. In fact, it could be the beginning of a better world for both of us. So mm. it's not, you know. So you're telling this guy probably. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I think he has feelings for this person. And it's yeah. like, just, you got to tell her and say you want to be exclusive. Yeah. And if she's not down with that, you got to be graceful and, and Well, what, what he wants is for her to be exclusive. Yes. And he wants to. Oh, he wants, uh, he wants <laughs> that 95%. Oh, that's, you think that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I think. There's an element of that, it sounds well, that's, like. I mean, that's what every guy wants. Every yeah. guy wants to be able to run away and have sex with someone and, and, and still have the comfort of an exclusive relationship yeah. and not and and know that no one else is is having sex with your girl. And it's yeah, just but like that's not yeah, it's that's, stupid. It's yeah. it's and it's not fair. It's and not it's, fair. It's not you know, it's it's yeah, it's and it's it, look. If you're cool enough to be like, like she can sleep around because I'm sleeping around, and and I, I'm congratulations to you and enjoy the bong ripping and the and listen to <laughs> slow ride in vans uh, by Foghat. But um, you know, it's, it's <laughs> I feel like they both you know he has a big mustache. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? She has low slung jeans. They have rose tattoos. Uh, but it's that's that's just that's a cartoon. I feel like and mm, and yeah. you know. Yeah. So yeah, you can't expect to, her to be she's exclusive, and then you yeah, get to run not, wild. not that's not right. It's not that's not right. But yeah, I feel like that's the illusion of a relationship, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. friends with benefits is the illusion of the relationship, and when you're finally alone in your bed, that's when you can tell it is not a relationship, sure. and then therefore you are lonely, and then yeah. therefore this isn't probably the best. Yeah, and uh, don't get me wrong, it is it's fun. To have friends with benefits, to have to just hop around and all that stuff, and I think it's kind of something you generally do more when you're in your twenties and you're an idiot because mm-hmm. you're allowed to be an idiot. And to people in their twenties right now, sure, don't be too much of an idiot, but now is your time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> your idiot time. Yeah, is Yeah, you make mistakes. Yes, you learn from them. Yes, exactly. And this is his uh, thing to learn from. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Ding Dongs. Um, my name is Sean. I am a longtime listener, but a first-time caller. And I got into your podcast when I had a very long commute to work, like 90 minutes each way. But a few months ago, I changed jobs, and now I have a 10-minute commute each way. But it means I'm way behind on all my podcast listening. So I really have wanted to ask you a question, but the odds are I'm not going to hear your answer for several weeks to several months until after this has been recorded. So. Rather than ask you something timely like what's a good couple's Halloween costume, I would like to know what would be a great gift if you've been with someone for a long time for Valentine's Day. All the usual gifts are played out. I would like a fresh idea that hopefully won't break the bank. Um, And by the time I listen to this, this will be very timely advice. Thank you for all you do. Keep being you. Thanks. Cool, man. Thanks for listening. 
Um, Randall, you have a successful relationship. Hmm. I feel like uh, you probably keep things keep things uh, loving. Yeah, I just buy her a bag, you know. Like, uh, <laughs> no, uh, I think I think like a great gift is like an experience type of gift, and, yep. and if it's an experience that you guys could share together, you know, but that you normally wouldn't do or maybe you've never done before, like I think those are like always great. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I don't know who she is, but he does, so he can put some thought into what that gift is and and uh, and and put some planning into it, and that's always nice and romantic. I think you know the, the mm-hmm. thoughtfulness and the and the effort in planning. I mean, I think that's a I think that's a uh, a great answer. Like that that uh, for me, that the 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 collection of things is is much more experience than it is things. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I'd much rather have great memories with mm-hmm. my wife than yeah. Uh, we own nine cars. Yeah, who gives yeah. a shit? Uh, and yeah, so th- I think that's that's a that's a perfect answer. Follow up question: uh, Halloween couple costume. <laughs> <laughs> and bonus: you uh, can involve your son if you want. Our daughter. Our daughter. Daughter. I thought you yeah, had a kid. we have a daughter. Yeah, I thought you had a boy. No, girl. God girl. damn it. Um, we don't really do. Oh no no no! We did. We went. We all we all went as witches. That's awesome. This uh, past Halloween, nice. and but it was because my daughter. We asked her what she wants to be, and she said she wanted to be a witch. Sure. And so we went as just the three of us were witches, uh, which was so fun. Dad of the year. <laughs> no, I mean I love that because I, I, I if I had a daughter, she's like I want you to dress up like a princess too. Like yeah, all right. But the last couple's costume we did, where it's just us two. It, I mean now I totally I totally regret it. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> it was uh, Woody Allen and Diane Keaton oh, and Annie Hall. Well, and that was like no, no, yeah, that's I don't even want to talk about it. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you right now. You think you think you're holding like uh, four of a kind? I have a royal flush. Oh I'm no! Right now. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I'll beat anyone's. Do you do you have a couple costume that you're embarrassed about? Because I don't think you're holding what I'm holding. Yeah. Wait, uh, it's not. It's, so I did. I did a Beth and a dog, the bounty hunter. That's good. Though. That's, <laughs> and then, that's amazing. And it was in, so it was at it was in Santa Barbara because you know Santa Barbara does the biggest Halloween thing ever. Oh right. And we we bought a silly string and we would, we would quote unquote bear mace like really drunk people. <laughs> <laughs> See, but that's awesome. That, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So it, yeah. it, I feel like in best couple costumes poker, you'd win poker. You'd win. But in terms of one you regret worst, I would win. Oh, no. Because my girlfriend, Kristen, in Chicago and I were a priest and a little boy. Oh, she was a little boy. She wore a baseball cap and a mitt. What a team player. And I was in uh, the priest frock with a Bible and just goosing her at like parties. And look, and that's I'll great you, of you to we, and to share had, that. So that's, we had ha- this is talk. I mean, look, I lived in my twenties. I lived because yeah. we went to uh, Berlin, which is a gay club in Chicago that has Prince Night once a month, and we never missed Prince Night. Prince Night fell on Halloween, and so we went. Her as a little boy, we was a, a priest <laughs> to a gay club, and there was a guy who was cut and had long curly hair, and was he was Jesus. And I'm just doing shots with him at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and we're like, fuck you guys. No, that's Sodomites. That's it was for like the, the best. That's, for that's the amazing. Win. It was that the best. Is, that is 100% for like, the win. Uh, it's, one of those, it's one of those, when he said couple, I'm like, I'm not going to talk about mine. <laughs> my worst one. And then you had that and one. And then you're I had, yeah. I'm like, mm, that you think perfect. that's bad? That I win. Um, 
But uh, okay, okay. So it was Halloween, and it was oh gift. Val- uh, the other Valentine. one I thought of that is uh, that is nice is something involving a picture with the both of you. You know, oh, you find yeah. like a, a, a an old frame in an antique store that's cool, and you know, refurbish it a little bit and put, mm. you know, a picture she forgot about. Mm-hmm. That always that always gets me. Why my wife is really good at that stuff, and she makes uh, she goes on like uh, Apple and does like photo albums mm-hmm. with just stuff out of our phones, and mm-hmm. I'll be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't oh, remember awesome. that picture. Yeah, that's great. And it's just we have it forever. And and one good thing, one thing you can do is you can make a calendar of the two of you and your friends. Mm. That's every month is a different picture, and that's pretty cheap. And that's yeah. that's one of those things where it just it not only shows that you love her, it shows that you love the life with her. So it's like, yeah, I know. mean, I think it's kind of related to 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 my suggestion suggestion in that it takes kind of planning and effort yes. and it also it kind of captures experience. experiences. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, for exactly. sure. I, I went right to a scavenger hunt. I've always wanted Ooh. like one of those. It could be in the house. It could be amongst the city, oh, but I've always cool. wanted one of those like romantic scavenger hunts. Like first place we kissed or going through your apartment and through all your different stuff that you two have together so you relive that moment. That's really sweet. Memories. I've always Always wanted that. And if you could involve that thing, you know, like supposedly to get your black belt in karate, you have to fight like eight guys at once. <laughs> so if you could, yeah, no, really, I know. done that totally. Oh. <laughs> well, I know you, you you're no, a fight no, no, instructor no. for real. You didn't have to do that, did you? Yeah. No. Oh yeah. You Absolutely. did. Oh yeah. Fuck. See, she wasn't and, kidding. And, and, and like three guys, and like three guys with staffs too. You had to oh, do it with weapons. Also. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No. The the trick is to line them up. <laughs> You put the weakest guy in front. So you move around so everybody's in each other's way and you have the weakest guy in front of you. That's the strategy. You're so much more manly if than If any I of ever you need be. help in a bar fight, pick the weakest guy. Sure. Human shield. Human shield. <laughs> That's the best piece of advice you'll be hearing on the show. Valentine's and Day. Yes. If you don't know what to do. That's great advice. Human shield. <laughs> and a great gift for your loved one. A human shield. Bring home a body. <laughs> There's the murder. Have you seen any murders? Have you seen any murders? That's how I got my wife the human shield. Have you met Kara? Oh, have you met Dennis? Oh my gosh, we just solved pretty much every problem. We did. We did. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. So, Randall, anything you want to plug coming up? Uh, gosh. Um, well, we have that movie coming out next year. What's and, it? Do you know what it's called? It's called Always Be My Maybe. Okay. <laughs> nice. Uh, oh. <laughs> We, uh, gosh, what else do, uh, 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 oh, I'm an Aquaman that's about to come out. Nice. It'll probably be out by the time this comes out. Uh, but, um, yeah, well, yeah, watch yeah. it. It's a crazy thrill ride. Nice. Uh, uh, social media? You know, I'm not that active on social media. In fact, I think this coming year I'll probably like, Delete some of it. Sure. And maybe choose one. I think that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Choose one and like actually kind of commit myself more to that one. Mm Mm-hmm. And because uh, the other ones I don't even like check, they're just kind of floating around. And, yeah, I have a yeah. few of those that I've most of which I've gotten rid of. But it's kind of it's kind of important to kind of prune the bush a little bit to kind yeah. of like take stuff out that's not you know and just get it, stuff a little tighter so you kind of represent yourself online a little bit and do the ones that uh, you know uh, bring you joy. Mm-hmm. You know, like just yeah. kind of focus on those. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, but uh, uh, with that said, Randall Park at oh that's my Instagram, Randall Park. Instagram. I think that's the one. Okay. Like. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Plug that My one. name. Well, yeah. thanks for coming on, man. It was it was awesome to have you. Oh, uh, so and, fun. And you brought the insight. I I knew you, to, to be sincere. 
that I knew you would bring. Um, so if anyone wants to call and be on, the number is 323-763-0228. Our uh, Patreon is at advice from a dipshit. Thanks for the support, everybody. We're on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, everything. Get on Apple and rate us if you would. Tell a friend. Uh, pass it on uh, as your uh, holiday gift to us. Uh, Christmas for me. Hanukkah for Amanda. Uh, social media at, at advice from a dipshit at dipshit advice on Twitter. Theme songs by Ben Wise. And uh, thanks again, guys. Uh, please hold me. Tour is wrapping up. When is this going to? Please probably won't come out for a yeah, while. Yeah, actually, that might, that'll so, probably be done. But just, just go to Lafayette. Yeah. And then there is our first ever live show in Houston. In Houston. Yes. On the 12th of January. January, January 12th this, yeah, will be our first be, live. This will probably be like the in week Houston, before. Which I realized Houston is the first place I headlined as a stand up. Really? Like ever. So that's like a oh, cool what? comeback too. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. It's really rad. Houston's an amazing comedy town. Amazing. Yeah. But, I can't wait to see everybody come, you know, for all of those of you who are in Houston, start mm-hmm. thinking of questions because we're taking live we're questions. We're going to do live questions in Houston. Yeah. And we want to do this like all 2019. So if you have a venue, reach out to my reps, uh, hit me up. You know, I'm sure we can reach some kind of a, a, uh, arrangement. We want to get the word out. Doing this show live is is bonkers great. And I've never done email? it with, uh, with Amanda. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. What would be the email for people to reach out to? Uh, well, I don't want to give my actual email. No, no, no. Here. I know. I, oh, how about just advice from a dipshit at gmail.com? Great. That's the email I have for this podcast. Oh, perfect. Like, oh, great. Let's okay. Just, yeah, whatever you guys want to. Mm-hmm. And then I'll pass it along. Yeah. And don't, just don't email me at uh, super hot tall dude at hotmail. Because- <laughs> 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 my buddy, my buddy who's like a successful, uh, my cousin, successful author, still has a hotmail account. Oh, I'm like, really, really, man? No, no, tall, dark, and handsome at hotmail.com. <laughs> that, I'm sure that's taken a billion times over. All right. All right. Thanks again, guys. Great. Thanks. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.